Oh, I was trying to keep it low. Low no, down. No, no, man. You, you got to get excited with the spotlight, man. No, no. For some Everybody's reason, I was, watching. I was thinking about the spotlight being on. Like, actually, I guess you're right. <laughs> the spot, Maybe the spotlight's there. We're having a end-of-year sale. Everything must go. The spotlight's going, so everybody just gathers. But they gather solemnly because since it is a going-out-of-business sale, Eric, it's very sad. It's a sad event. I don't understand what has to do with the spotlight. I don't know. The spotlight is <laughs> like, bringing them. Is that like them. a blue light special? No, it's like, you know, when you have a, a sale and you have the spotlight out so people see it. And I, I know, I, you know how I am. If I walk outside and I see a spotlight, I am drawn to it like a moth to the flame, Eric. I go running. And have then all I find. The spotlight? No, I have not. I'm telling I, you, I, back in, uh, back in the mid nineties when they first opened the Regal movie theater, they had spotlights on the other side of the theater going back and forth in the sky. It was overcast that night. Yeah. And I, I was so goddamn intrigued. I walked over just to see this goddamn thing, like a moth to the fucking flame. See, you're like the moth to the goddamn flame. I wouldn't be. I'd like, what the hell? I'd think they're having a search party, though I don't know why the spotlight. I, don't, I have very odd ideas about what a spotlight <laughs> is. I, I think, actually, I think of the bat signal is yeah, what I really what do think like of the, the spotlight. Uh, but yeah, the the only thing I you know we're not being attacked by the German uh, fucking Luftwaffe or whatever what it, is it? That's what it looked like in the sky when I, in the mid '90s when Regal opened. It was fucking yeah, amazing. Uh, when I think of spotlight, I'm on a stage ready to perform in front Ooh, of a crowd. Spotlight's you, on me, baby. It's spotlight's on you. on you. Yeah. Do we have it? Is this spotlight oh, have a a blue gel to it to make it kind of a mood set? Do we have uh, are some we sort get of solemn again? Do we have this? some sort of smoke blow. machine going? And I'm doing kicks on my machine. my spandex pants while i'm doing fucking twirls and kicks that i can get you no. know karate moves actually i lied the spotlight's not on yet we walk out on stage normal okay. lights normal house lights normal house freaking, lights we put the book on a freaking stool spotlight hits the oh. book bam so you don't want to walk out to pitch black and then all of a sudden one spotlight down on the stool there's the book people start getting excited oh, yeah. you hear milling about all of a sudden i'm on the drums that's the best way. That's the best at a concert way. You're waiting. You see milling about. And the problem is by this time, you've already seen roadies milling about a lot. So oh, everybody yeah. gets – there's always those bits where people get excited and, oh, shit, it's not that. But then all of a sudden, everything goes quiet. And then you hear somebody on the fucking drums. That fucking drummer can't keep himself fucking quiet. And then now, the I'm trying to, it's been a while going. since I've been to a concert. In my yeah, mind, how I remember – this too. could be wrong. But like – you're standing out there. You're waiting for shit to happen. They're playing something over the loudspeaker. It's usually not the band you're going yeah, to see. Yeah. No, and then no. everything stops. And then you yeah. hear some tests. And yeah, then you, you hear get excited. Music come back on. You hear a little bass. Now dum, dum, dum. Yeah. Now yeah. you hear the music that for the band you're there to see. Yeah. And like, yeah. And the lights go down about. You, oh shit! Uh, I've never, I've never down. heard that. I've never heard them actually play music for that band because that's going to ruin the show, Eric. Because they need those those no, songs man. for the set. That's studio shit. I'm there to see yeah. it live. No, that's when that's when I zip up my pants and get away from that glory hole in the bathroom and I head over to where I was sitting. 
Uh, no, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, the last time I was, uh, you would have it, and it was almost to me like the beginning of, like, a wrestling deal when a guy comes out with his intro thing. All of a right. sudden, it, there's some music playing. It's usually lame shit. Like, I'm yeah. telling you, right now, might even be Christmas songs. Like, that lame. Uh, maybe to the <laughs> point the where, I'm telling you, maybe to, well, this was my last concert was Engelbert Humperdinck. Uh, but no, <laughs> at points. Your last concert was your kid's choir set. Yes, yes. My last concert, uh, Beethoven was still uh, playing. Uh, no, uh, to me, they also have the station that might be sponsoring, so you might yeah. even have their live deal going. Then the lights go down for a little. Then all of a sudden a video comes on and it's like some crazy thing with the band and then everybody gets fired up and, you know, then it's, that's what they, that's what Justin Bieber did. See, I don't know. When I, when I think of concerts too, I went to a lot of small venues that didn't have yeah. shit like that. Yeah. I'm telling you, the first time I saw, maybe was it the first or second time I saw the Foo Fighters at the Electric Factory, they actually... That's a small venue. It's very small. This was right when their first album came out, and uh, nobody, I'm telling you, one guy almost got in a fight with my friend because he was just yelling between every song, you're no Nirvana. Shit. My buddy Brett was pissed, but the the concert was going. They had an opening band. I forget who it was, but then the opening band stopped, and then all of a sudden, like everybody realized that Dave Grohl and and the, they were they were over at the bar, they were drinking, and then That's they awesome. just walked up on stage and started playing. It was awesome. We saw them twice at the Electric Factory before anybody was even concerned with them. They nobody like, cared. You had the vet where you watched a lot of fucking stuff. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. But like the the I spectrum, the old spectrum, spectrum. was That's a I mean, big spectrum. one. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. That's the big one when you'd go. But um, yeah. I would hit up the Electric Factory, the Trocadero, and the uh, mm-hmm. Croc Rock and Allentown. Yeah, and I went to the Trocadero a bunch of times as well. But uh, the Electric Factory was always the place that I like to go. And again, you're not going to get a huge band. Yeah, uh, I, I love the Electric Factory. Yep, I saw Green Day there as well. Right. And my mother not, saw Devo. It there. was before. It was right before. I guess it was right. After Dookie came out, but no, it wasn't hit. Nothing hit big. I like. I got lucky on a couple of those where yeah. I saw some people uh, before I like saw, you saw Weezer. the Foo Fighters before anybody fucking knew. Yeah, I saw the, the Foo, Foo Fighters, Fighters twice, and then all of a sudden they had a third show and they were going to play at the Electric. It had to be changed. They they were too big then. Yeah, I saw <laughs> Weezer in Morgantown, West Virginia, before they were really big, and That's that awesome. was at like a bar. It's crazy. That was crazy, Eric. Why are we talking about stuff like this? I don't this? know. Man. The fucking spotlight gets crazy. Spotlight's on. on the stage. Spotlight's, spotlight's on. I, I want the spotlight to have a red gel now because I'm getting angry, Eric. I'm oh, angry. Shit. Actually, Why I'm not angry. angry. Huh? Yeah. I'm very tired. I'm very tired tonight. I just want to... All right, know, put the blue filter back up. Yeah, put it on. <laughs> Let me go to sleep. I got my blankie here. Suck on my thumb. But yeah, it's the spotlight for the week of December caps? 21st, 2016. The nightcaps. I have a little... Uh, the spotlight now is a uh, one of those uh, candle holders I'm just walking yeah. around with. I got the nightcap on. Whew. This is a spoiler podcast, Eric. Sure spoilers, is. spoilers. This is actually... I, I'm now treating the spotlight... As a, hey, let's see what would happen if we did a normal hour podcast. Because that's it really is about an hour long. And by the time that that hour hits, it doesn't even seem like we've gotten started. You know what I mean? It doesn't. I'm not used to the small venue of this podcast, Eric. See, it all ties together. All ties together. Eric, we're proud members of the Comics Podcast Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and Batman Podcast Network. Uh, we're also uh, members of what we like to call, if I can find it, I can't find it. <laughs> the, the Get, Get Fresh, Fresh Crew. Ah, uh, yeah. We always have to give a shout out to the Get Fresh Crew. You know how it is, right? 
get fresh cream. Now I'm getting picked up. I need this to pick me up. I do. I, I've been tired all night. Um, basically, that's the whole story. I really don't have a story about it, except that last night I waited till uh, the last second to do all my weekly reviews again and previews and Still stuff like that. Still got done before me, though. Hell yeah, because I'm fast. Actually, that's the one tip that I have to you. Uh, if you want to get the things done fast, that's when the non-spoiler review comes in handier. <laughs> All you do is every paragraph, you're like, yeah, and then Batman goes into the sewer, and you'll never guess what happens next. And then the, and then he turns around, and so, you'll never so guess me, who talks to him. Tell me we had a long day at work. You had to go to the gym to prove some shit to your kids. You got yep. home late, had to cook dinner, and then yep. said, man, I got to mail these reviews in. I said, God damn it, where are the stamps, honey? It's time to mail some shit in. And I'm like, Justice League, holy moly, roller coaster ride of emotions, but I can't tell you what that means. Actually, I'm just, that's my spoiler free review. It's going to say, Justice League, it's going to have the thing. Go pick up the issue yourself. You won't regret it, says no 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 one. You will. will. (laughs) Says nobody in particular. See, I'm picking up now. Now that I start Good. making fun of the reviews, um, and yeah, explain it. Fuck that. I, I'm telling you, everything is left with a question in my reviews. It's like, hey, uh, you're going to do this, this, Batman goes here and there, but is that what you really want? You might get it. There you go. It's the best. And then at the end, you always have the cliffhanger. I couldn't believe this cliffhanger. It certainly spells out a great future for this book. Badoom! Yes! And then I think of things that I can write in my, uh, my bits and pieces blurb at the end to get on the backs of books. Like shit like, uh, this Justice League book is a fucking embarrassment to DC and the Rebirth line in general. That'd be <laughs> yeah, the best stats on that. This Batman is so disappointing, it made me feel like I've been led on and jerked around. Boom! On the book cover, right? Be funny, Marvel puts that on like their Avengers book. Jim Werner of Weird Science says you should read this because Batman really jerked me around. <sighs> Eric, I, I think that actually I'm tired is not actually physical tiredness. It's it's the fatigue of these You're books. You're emotionally drained. It is. Well, it it is because these books I really want to love them, and it's almost like every time I get um, these books are putting me in the. I would love to say the friend zone. These books are like dates, and every time I, I meet them on Grinder, Eric, we head out. I meet them <laughs> at the park. We go into the portage. On next thing I know, they see me and run. It's always a miserable date. Like the last time you were on, what is that? Uh, chat roulette. Yeah, chat roll on. You're going Ooh. through dick, 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 dick. Ooh. One girl, they see you. Ew! Yeah, that, that ruined me. That really did ruin me. Uh, there's nothing worse than that. I'm telling you, ooh, thanks a lot. No, That's what you got, you whore. There's something worse. When you're invited to be on a TV show, yeah. you get on Skype no, and they look at you. That's Is the same. That him? That's the same, except at least you had your pants on for the most part that I know right. of. You were just no. one of those guys with the dicks out. <sighs> yes. I, I mean, that's how, you know, when in Rome, Eric, when I'm on there, that's all I'm seeing. I am joining in. If I end up at a nude beach, I'm not going to be wearing a fur coat. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going fucking, you know, freaking I'm out. I'm shy. Yeah, I'm not going to wear, you know, eight layers of clothing here. 
I'm going full out. I'm just going to re- – actually, I wouldn't. I'd run if I yeah. saw a nude beach because to me, first off, nude beach has to be a sausage fest, right? There's no yeah, way. It's that, full uh, of fatties. Yeah, you're it. not heading – and uh, fat European guys, I'm telling you, with medallions, fucking medallions and fucking, you know, maybe at the most, guys, if you're guys, lucky, they're going to have a fucking – They're going to have a banana hammock or whatever they call it there, but most of them are just no, going to be the nude. the regular beach. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst. You should go to a European beach, Eric. I I say that you don't. You haven't yeah, what lived. What am I a Rockefeller now? I'm going to, to uh, You haven't lived to. You've been to beaches. Greece. Head off to Greece on holiday, my friend, and then you'll see some banana hammocks. Whew. Yeah, everybody at those nude beaches. To me, in my mind, there's a guy that I think they all look like. Who is that guy? Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger well, Force. Well, similar. Ron Jeremy. They're okay. basically the same Pretty guys. Close. Yeah, that's what I think of. Oh, yes, sir. You go real life, I go cartoon. That's what we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Are they? They're both cartoons to me. But uh, mm-hmm. you want to you want to talk about this because what we're going to talk about tonight on the spotlight is the big book. I mean, this is an event. This is the first yeah. official event of DC Comics Rebirth. Uh, don't tell me the Monster Men's an event, or I'll have to school you and tell the you no, that was boy. a crossover. Uh, you, you're gonna have to realize that way back when me and Eric first started the site, and I, you know, I may not be the smartest of fellas, but one time there was a crossover, or maybe it was it was a Green Lantern because Green Lantern had a lot of crossovers. crossovers. I think I called it a tie-in, and I think it might have been on Reddit. That sounds somebody, like a Reddit thing. Somebody was not so kind to me and really spelled it out you in terms that I could yeah, Basically, it was, what are you, a fucking retard? This is a crossover, <laughs> not a tie-in. A tie-in is when books are down. I'm like, hey, you, you had me at retard, my friend. Why are you keep going? Please, get on Grinder right now. Let me find out where you live. Uh, but, yeah, this is an event. It has its own book. We said that is the prime uh, deal. That's the prerequisite of having an event. It has to have its own numbered book, sure right? It does. This is just our rules. I, I, I would guess that's the main rules, but this is the first event, uh, of rebirth. Do you going into this, going into this week, were you excited about this event? Yes, I was. Okay. Did you seem to think in your mind, holy shit, this is big? I don't know. It didn't feel no, it doesn't all that feel big. big at I was all still excited just because I want something new to happen. Well, Does that make sense? I know rebirth thing. isn't that old at this point, yeah. but. I just needed something to pick me up because I yeah, have, like I'm, you said, been emotionally drained from like the I mediocre think, books that just keep coming out yeah, bi-weekly. With, with and me, like, oh, I'm getting drained. I know that we've had like Dark Side War, uh, even Forever Evil, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, at one point, DC was very big. Well, first off, September was Every the, the quote-unquote, and then it kind of stopped, and then they had Convergence later, uh, not in September. Uh, but really, most of the DC events at the beginning of the New 52, which when I jumped in, were a shit stopped. You stopped for these events. And mainly because, Eric, the tie-ins of the event were the individual books. This was not a crossover, Eric. They were tie-ins. But yeah, this to me does not feel big. It doesn't feel big. Uh, only... saying, before we had Forever Evil, which felt really big to me, yeah. Future's End, which you know it had its own goddamn weekly series. Yeah, that's series what I'm saying. And, and, and Convergence it had a month. was big because we had two goddamn months of and that only was two Convergence. Months. Yeah, that's what and... I'm saying. And also, at these points, they felt bigger because shit was really going on. Like you said, Rebirth has just started. So having an event this quick to me, a little off. Now, the other thing I will say is... 
The Justice League book normally sucks. The sucks Brian Hitch Justice League, Justice League book is terrible. So not that this has anything to do with Brian Hitch, but just because it's the Justice League, I'm pretty down on just hearing that name. The Suicide Squad book, not much has happened. So, and we've enjoyed it. It's been fun enough. Yeah. But because of Jim Lee and the crazy scheduling and these backups, it's whatever, been crazy from the get go. Nothing's really Squad. happened. So, this Justice League Suicide Squad, to me, going into this, there isn't much of a background of what's going on uh, for me to go. Like, Forever Evil, you, you had a big buildup, not from the books, but yeah, once it you started. Had Trinity War. Yeah, it was Trinity War, and you had all this stuff going, and then you had that, and even Convergence just stopped for, like you said, for two months, and there was this huge thing going. We, we weren't really hip on it, but it, like this just seems like it would be just another book. It does not feel like an event. I, I no. just, I don't know why. And the other thing is, because I read Justice League this week, it kind of was like, and that really, the only tie-in they had there, Jessica Cruz shows up because she Bam. left the team, and we and had we the had Suicide Batman Squad book. Well, like yeah, kind of had a bit, had a prologue going into this. Yeah, well, like it's a, very a small. T- page, and yeah. uh, we had the Suicide Squad book, the other big book that would lead into this, and it has a backup that just sets Killer Frost on, Killer Frost. The, on the team. <laughs> you you might have heard that in the news. Um, but it really, to me, it's not that big. And I don't know, even after this issue, I'm well, still not feeling it as being big. Even though after I did this issue, though, I got, I got worries going on inside me because we have, it is just like versus Suicide Squad, but by the end of this issue, we reveal that there is a third team, which yeah, makes yeah. it go back to the Trinity War, which was yep. supposed to be this big goddamn yeah. deal. But by the end of it, we found out all that was was a setup to Forever Evil and didn't yeah, it was mean a shit. Yeah, and uh, well, you say that, well, this is a setup at least, at the least, the it's a setup for the JLA. And yeah. even the Batman book's going to have a couple things with it, I uh, probably, because Batman, you know, you'll have some ramifications no matter what. The JLA big, being the biggest one, yes. but you want something bigger, right? And it does seem, but that throwing this third team in does kind of it, it threw it me, me for it, a loop. It makes me fall right back in that Trinity War shit yeah. where I was so excited and then very disappointed by well, the end. Let's get on with it. Let's go. Let's spotlight on, baby. Let's go. Spotlight on. All right. Justice League versus Suicide Squad number one, written by Joshua Williamson with art by Jason Fabach, Alex Sinclair, and Rob Lee. Our first event of Reverse has begun, and while this issue is mostly set up to get our two title teams ready to go blow for blow against one another, the real interesting thing of the story is the third team being put together by Maxwell Lord, who believes that the world isn't working as well as it could be, and the way to fix that is to kill the Justice League. Yeah. And let, and let his team kill the Amanda Waller and the Suicide Squad. That's what he seems to spell yeah. out to them. That's their, their in. Uh, you know, why he wants them. It's weird though. We'll get to it at the end. He hates himself some goddamn metahumans. It's weird at the end, like why he even needs to give them a reason or anything because, you know, we see some things at the end of that. But yeah, it starts off basically with who we find out is Maxwell Lord. Going Walking around into, like a goddamn mystery man he, to the yeah, catacombs. Yeah, yes, he's bad. And it, again, here's the thing. You have Jason Fabok's art right away. Awesome. Awesome you art. You jump in, you realize, holy fuck, this is what I've been waiting and you're like, for. Yeah, for and, and really, because of that, but also, I'm telling you, the way that uh, way Joshua Williamson writes this, with Maxwell Lord being this shadowy figure, it, it does Feel a feels lot like, a like Jeff John's it feels a lot like a Jeff John story, and with Jason Fabok's art, that it makes it even tenfold. So it Damn does. Right. It actually just my generalized feeling of the issue itself, just not even like what happens or whatever. 
it's very positive because of how it's played out. It's very Jeff John-esque. And uh, look, again, like I said, Jason Bamba, because it starts off here in Death Valley, California. You get a John Steinbeck quote. I could care less about that, Eric. I don't need that garbage. What, what am I, a fancy fella? Uh, but yeah, it's this, this standard deal about power and, you know, fear corrupts, perhaps the fear of the loss of power. But you see Maxwell Lord, who we find out later, but he goes in. Uh, That's these a big guys, deal, folks. Yeah, these guys stop him. Like, hey, you can't be in here, whatever. He's like, nah, I think you want to kill each of you know, kill yeah, each kill other. Kill each other. And it, it, here's the deal. Control. Hey, open the cells. No, I can't do that. You're gonna do it. And he, yep. he's doing it. This is the best. This is it. the best way, though, uh, to describe it. As you told me, exactly how Maxwell Lord. Maxwell Lord does not say to you, "You're gonna do this." He suggests it, and yeah. he has control over you. These are guys like if anybody's like, "Oh, I wonder why they believe him." It's because that's what he does. He can that's mind what, control. Yes, he calls it a push. He's, yes. he's able to push a suggestion into you. Yes. And until you realize, you know, things aren't the way they're supposed to be. You are pretty much, you know, that is your reality. Yeah, you're going to do that. And I like, I like that Joshua Williamson is very careful in doing that. He does not have these two guards. He does not say to them, no, no, you, you kill each other right now. No, he says that won't be necessary when they're like, hey, we're under strict orders. We got a call. That won't be necessary. You'd both rather kill each other instead. And yeah, before they could even <laughs> figure it out, they're dead. And then he yeah. says, thank you and moves on. That's good, right? That's badass. Yeah, it got it's me really, really intrigued right off the bat. Uh, then he goes into this, uh, you know, the catacomb, which is the cells of the baddest of the, the bad. The worst of the worst. Yeah. And to I'm me- telling you, this is great because it's a prison. Like, we've seen some big-ass fucking yeah. prisons at DCU that hold some bad motherfuckers. But in this one, it is only designed to hold a few of the worst people yep. on Earth. And I yeah. like that idea where you have this just this contained little freaking hole in the goddamn ground. Yeah. And Maxwell World, you know, he opens the cells. All the bad guys get out, and they kill all the guards, and they walk out. Yeah, yeah, and even at that point, he's oh, just telling. He's yeah, he's telling this doctor who's in charge of the whole containment deal, like, no, you know what, you're gonna, you're probably gonna want to open this. You're gonna want to release the prisoners, and that, and the guy does. And even as he's protesting, he is doing it. I like the one where he opens the door lock. He's not even looking at no. the thing. He's talking to Maxwell Lord, and he goes, but it's really good. And again, when he's there at that door lock deal and he's like why would you do this to Mexico and he whispers in his ear because I believe in second chances so Jeff John esque right there yeah. really is the whole panel layout and everything is like dark side war it's That's so the thing good is, you know we've been dealing with Joshua Williamson on the flashbook lately and to get ready for this, it seems like he went back and read some of Jeff John's greatest yeah. hits leading up because yeah. this does not seem like the dialogue no, it or doesn't. anything or from the flashbook. Maybe it's one of those that with the Maxwell Lord, with these villains that are going to be involved, maybe this is more – maybe we're not giving enough credit. Maybe this is more along the lines of stuff that he wants to write. Maybe this is more his style than well, having to write the Flash. The, the case, Flash well, is a – yeah, the Flash is a – you know. Happy go lucky. It's what should be one of the most fun and happy yeah. books. And maybe that's just not him. But because all this other stuff is, you know, he has birthright, which, but he has nail biter, frostbite. All these things are pretty dark. And maybe that's it. But yeah, you even at this point where the, these other guards come in, you see that, you know, behind, uh, beyond the panel, they're getting attacked. And, uh, you kind of get a hint of who's involved. Oh, yeah. Though I am not familiar with a lot of the the dude, villains. Dude, dude, telling you though, I'm just gonna say the one you see, you freaking see, uh, Rustin, Rustin's yeah, Rustin plasma sword. sword yep, the a plasma scimitar sword. cut off a dude's head. There is no way, unless you were the most freaking like learned That's what I'm DC saying, that you know. Cat, like you know historian, that you would just think, oh man, they brought Rustin back. Yeah, you're like, no, oh Rustin. No, 
He's an old ass freaking yeah. Suicide Squad villain who worked like he was part of this freaking jihad t- terrorist team called yeah. the Onslaught. Yep. You would not know Rustum. Yeah, and uh, the thing that I like the best though is that it does lead a lot of intrigue. You're you, like at this point, I'm like, hey, Jim, e- Jim, what's that? You know where Rustum got that scimitar from? Where did he get it? Skartaris. Oh, you got it from Skartaris. How <laughs> was Telos there at that point? <laughs> I'm uh, like, oh, I can't wait to tell Jim. Give him this goddamn convergence. The joke. son of thunder. <laughs> They're going fucking, where's the fucking Manship? Manship's doing a jig right now that we mentioned Convergence. But yeah, you get these things, but it's more of a, it's more the spectacle of it than a full out like, oh, there, people are going to see it's Rust alone. They're going to be so excited. It's more of just seeing the devastation that this team can do even even before you even know. The the green blast that blew these people away. I'm like, freaking, um, Emerald Empress never yeah. crossed my mind. Like, no, okay, we got no. some green blasts. Like, and even Emerald Empress, when we get to the end of this book and reveal that she's one of these people that will let out, I'm like, yeah. it, I need to know more about that because she's a freaking Legion of Superheroes villain. I'm yeah. like, what is she doing in the past? Yeah, her? what is she doing here? But the other thing is uh, later on, I said earlier, um, Maxwell Lord kind of spells out to this team, quote-unquote team, hey, you know what? You're going to be allowed to kill Amanda Waller. Do you think it's because – they're pissed that they weren't on the Suicide Squad and able to go out and do things because these are these are villains that, in my mind, may have been up for grabs at one. Like you, you get, and you know, we'll just spoil it. Lobo's there. Lobo gets captured somehow. We're not sure. We, you know, there's a lot of things about that and why he's here. But he's too dangerous to be on the Suicide Squad. So to me, these are the guys that are just too fucking powerful and too crazy to even be on a suicide squad and i don't know if is that what they're supposed to be mad about i, I need some motivation because they are he does spell it out like hey why do we need this i think it's lobo awesome and he's then yeah. uh, max alert's like oh, i'm gonna give you a chance to kill amanda waller and they're in that's the thing though is that i don't think they have any connection to amanda waller at all i don't think even amanda waller knows about the Man. catacombs i think that him saying that was just another push and now they have it. In Maybe their you they think so. You think that's Amanda the mind Waller. control to kill yes. Amanda Waller. Okay, I get it. Uh, it's weird though, because I really did think at this point, like these are the guys who are even too bad for, for the suicide reason, like, squad. They, they make it a point to say this is the, like the, the worst of the worst on earth are in the catacombs. And in yeah, my yeah. mind, that doesn't mean shit to me because the enchantress yeah, should know. not be on the Suicide Squad. No, she is no. way too goddamn yeah. powerful. You won't, you won't know by reading the Suicide Squad no, well, or this. And, or this. Well, that that's the problem. So goddamn they, overpowered. They really do have a character on the squad that is too overpowered. She could do whatever the fuck she wants. I'm and saying, they're and gonna... this, this whole story, too, I'm telling you. Enchantress never has not done shit in the Suicide no. Squad book. She, she keeps getting knocked shit. out. Exactly. She does and the that's same what thing happens here, here as well. Yeah. And the thing is, and then I just have to keep thinking back how much bullshit this is because when the Justice League Dark book started, the whole thing was Enchantress went nuts, took yeah. out the entire Justice League, and that's why Constantine had to get the fucking JLD yeah, together. That's to why I have to out. get it together. Uh, here's what's weird to me because we go from there and this team, these ultra villains, you know, they just yeah. walk out. Maxwell Lord leads them out. He's still talking and he's like, I'm going to lead you in the heart of darkness. It's, it's badass. At this point, oh, reservoir you, dogs you get, like, it, it is reservoir dogs like and you get the uh you know the profiles the outlines of them you still don't know who they are so it's it's pretty goddamn kick-ass it's funny it's fun too to actually when you know who they were to go back and see and like okay because i'm telling you i'm looking at now in lobo's alley it's fucking badass uh but then you go and now we're going to get to the suicide squad and the thing
thing that drives me nuts here is they're they're going all out. And there's Harley. Harley's riding Croc like a goddamn you know like <laughs> fucking chicken fights See, going. When we she, jump in this battle, this is just pure Suicide Squad fun. To yeah, me. yeah. The, you know, the problem it, it that means isn't nothing to me for the book. No, it does. Well, fun. this is just to introduce so people yeah, are, turn the page and you're like, holy shit. The thing that gets me here is that. Croc should have Enchantress. They should have made a plan. Here's the plan from now on, guys. Enchantress does not leave your sight, Croc, or whoever. She is in the background doing her thing. All she's going to do is get knocked out again. That's what yeah. always happens in this, and it, it's starting to annoy me because it's only for convenience and convenience well, for the other team because she'll well, just wipe them out. It's almost in my mind. Like We keep talking to ourselves about it off air, but like Brian Hitch, in my mind, cannot write – for the entire Just League group. No, He's always no. has a character gone doing something yep. or just not doing anything at all, really, but reiterating what somebody else is saying. Yeah. Rob Williams, I love him as a writer. He has nothing for a freaking Enchantress to do no. in his book. And no, here, and, you know, nothing again. It's almost like you have to get rid of her because she is so overpowered that something that's so silly as like them fighting, you know, here they're fighting, uh, what's his name? Apex and the Brotherhood, Apex. Uh, Brimstone yeah, Brotherhood. Apex and the Brimstone. Uh, she could just get rid of them with a snap and a fucking finger. You yeah. know, boom, done. They're done. Let's go. Why don't we go home? Oh, I'll take you there. Oh, we're there. She could do whatever she wants. I do. I actually thought uh, after reading this issue that they might have been. Now, I know they want to get this in line with the movie, but yeah. even the movie, she's the villain. So I wish that they would have had something where. They would have gotten her out of the story in the regular run. You know, you can get her like back when you go. Killer Frost or and something. have Killer Frost and yeah, have her. And even if it's something like her powers went wonky when they, they had the, uh, the black vault in the Suicide Squad, yeah. have that affect her in some sort of way that she goes almost insane that they have to get her out of the mix unless they're going to do something with her because they Maybe. haven't yet. They haven't yet. Uh, I know you need a heavy hitter. You're going to be going against not only the Justice League, but this team of Maxwell Lords, which may actually... I'm going to call them the Lords. Ooh, the Lords of <laughs> Destruction. How about yeah. that? The problem is, is later... metal band right there. They are really going to be... They are the X Factor because later on in the book... Uh, Deadshot even says that they have a, hey, we have an up on the, the Justice League. You guys don't kill. We yeah. do. Maxwell Lord's team does that in spades. Oh we've God, already seen them. It's already set up. We've seen them destroy a well-trained army already. They have no qualms about doing shit. And again, I don't think they would normally. Maxwell Lord's giving them that push, and it's going to oh, yeah. make it even worse. Uh, but yeah, you go yeah, on with no this. There's no reason for any of these people to be together as a team for that freaking. Uh, we're gonna call them the Lord no, of Destruction. No, and that's fun. why that's why they needed Maxwell Lord yeah. involved with this because yeah, he can give them that push, like you said. And really, this whole thing you said that it's not that necessary. The whole uh, Suicide Squad. This next bunch of things is just set up and recap and letting you know yeah. who the who the suicide squad is you get a voice for each of the characters yes. pretty much you get a little rundown of who they are what they do yep and you and also like, get you also get the uh, idea of the hierarchy of there's Amanda Waller she's back at her base uh, in Bell Rev and then you get Rick Flag too who they they got sent out without him. I'm talking, that pissed. seems like such an odd thing for where we started with the Suicide Squad book, where we brought in Rick Flagg to make sure that he yep. oversaw the squad and all other things, 
And yep. here we find out Amanda Waller sent them out on an urgent mission without yeah. Rick Flag. No, I, that doesn't I, feel right. I just think that they they we needed when Rick Flag out of the way. I think that they needed that when the Justice League shows up. There's no good guy there. Yeah, there's They're no all the reason. bad guys. What's that? There's no voice of reason there. Yeah, and there's no voice of reason also, yeah. And there's not somebody who, Batman or whoever can say, Rick Flagg, what the hell are you doing here? And him trying to explain himself out. Uh, I do like the setup uh, more in this book in the DCU that they have now in the comics is that he was in he was in Guantanamo Bay. And yeah. they made him disappear uh, because he basically went against orders. And because of that, not really because of that, but his whole squad got destroyed and they kind of didn't want him talking. So they threw him yeah, in Guantanamo Bay. They didn't want to Bay. throw his freaking commanding officer under the bus for yeah, throwing yeah. up the whole so they, goddamn they mission. just got rid of him. They basically made him disappear in Guantanamo Bay and then they got him out and he's been there. But I, I think that they don't really want to explain that whole thing i don't you know they're yeah. going to give you the hey here's the suicide squad you have the new member that is killer frost and you gotta be the main thing this is like in the midnighter book where he's got to tell you as a fight computer you <laughs> have to be told that there are neck bumps and they do that and i'll tell you joshua williamson does a pretty good job it's not as forced as it could have been no. because you have killer frost she's like you know yeah, what why don't we team. just run we have and, a reason to explain yeah. it again and when she said it though why i'm like Really? You really want to know? And she's like, oh, you know, and she's talking to Harley and Harley's like, oh, your, your head will go kablooey. And oh, really? That was, that was the truth. Oh yeah, it's the truth. Uh, but yeah, really up until this point, they are just there to go get Apex, who has he stole a quake pulsar yeah. from Star Labs and plans yep. on destroying, oh God, what and the he's hell is this fucking island called? I, yeah, uh, I the had it. Badnesia? I'll go with that. Badnesia. <laughs> Badnesia. It sounds I'm like some this, sort I'm of like, cough. I, I'm telling you, I'm looking at this goddamn name of this island nation. I'm like, that H is there, and it fucks up anything I want to do Benicia? with this word. Badnesia? <laughs> Badnesia? Badnesia is what I'm going with. That, and again, this is just, there's nothing to it. There really yeah. is. This is just a set piece to get them going, to introduce them, because they say, even Rick Flagg's like, oh no, it's actually Croc. Croc says, you know, why the fuck are we even here at Waller? And Waller says, because there's an American base there and we don't want, you know, a yeah, secret, secret base. Yeah. We, we don't want to be embarrassed. It's such a hokey force setup. I don't mind, you know. No. And in the meantime, Rick Flagg says, they're going to need somebody to get them out. When they're done this, I'm going to go get them. So that gives you the in of when he actually shows up. I believe that at that point, the Justice League will be diverted away and he'll just pick them up and then they'll try to see what's going on. Again, I don't know. I'm intrigued by why the Suicide Squad themselves, except Amanda Waller saying, you know, do what you got to do and, and go. And I also like... uh you know, they're, I believe that both teams are going to be fighting the Justice League, right? Right. And I like it because... I don't know. I think it's going to be a free-for-all at one point. Well, it, the problem is, is the free-for-all, Amanda Waller can just hit neck bumps. I like the idea that there's Amanda Waller. She's controlling the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Then you have Maxwell Lord. He's controlling his team, the Lords of Destruction, uh, at that point. But there are different types of control going against it. I, I actually like that Are you whole saying idea. that Batman's controlling the Justice League then? He might be because this is where Batman then has a little revelation for the Justice League uh, where he's like, hey, guys, and they're in the Watchtower. And he's like, hey, guys, by the way uh, – Found out about this little team, uh, the Suicide Squad. It's like our worst villains, and they're teaming up to, you know, fight crime to get less of a sentence. And, you know, it's funny because he kind of says it at first, 
as if this was like something that he is, you know, I, I just oh, kind of I just came across this guy. Yeah, it's not like yeah. something I've been, you know, researching for a while and now I'm upset because Amanda Waller came that, in the back. It's funny all because my files. When, when he actually then really spills the beans with that, that's what makes me laugh. Because he's like, hey, you know what? There's this little group. They call themselves the Suicide Squad. I don't know. You might have heard about it. You know? <laughs> and then even uh, Aquaman's like, hey, I've noticed a few team ups among them before. Batman, are you saying it's this team? You know what? Not really sure. You know, I'm not really a positive, but yeah, Amanda Waller may have broken into the the, the back cave. He's and like a wormy little kid that goes around and like causes yeah, all this trouble, and then goes in like when he gets beat up for it, he goes and tells his big brother on him, and yeah, fucking yeah. That's the because shit up. yeah, he's got. And what's weird is you did see this, like you said, it was a little bit of a at the beginning of this week's Batman, where Amanda Waller goes into the back cave and just goes zoinks and and grabs. The files and here you don't know what they are at that point. No, and they're, they're just uh, freaking evidence against this yes, team. Yes, and mind, finding out what them. finding out what they are here because he does even say Batman says, "Oh, you know, she grabbed files that were about because I was I was hot on the trail." Really, uh, that's disappointing to me. I actually thought it, there was something more to it. I thought that she was going in to grab Batman's files on, say, some other villains, uh, some other things involved, that she was just going into the Batcave while Alfred was polishing. That yeah. fucking pussy-ass Alfred doesn't even mind, do anything. In my mind, that right there, the fact that she goes into the Batcave and only takes the files on her like you know group, yeah. that's a power play right there. She just came in there and said, I'm the motherfucking boss. Yeah, she did, but then Batman's like comes back and goes... Yeah, uh, the eight copies I have of that, and, and that I have in the Watchtower, and I have been, in my moon dude, base. Dude, dude. He's been busy. He hasn't had time for that. Yeah, but he he does say that, oh, it's Amanda Waller. You may not have heard of her. She's this governor, uh, government bureaucrat. Now, I know that a lot of people were thrown uh, back uh, right away, like, oh, my God, like, how could they not know about the Suicide Squad? Now, first off, you have to just go with it, right? Yeah, that, number a one. government organization. Yeah. Number one, you go with it. Number two, you really have to think that if they knew about this, they would not be happy. They would have shut oh, yeah. it down before. You think that, you know, Flash would be great, that Boomerang is just running around places with other well, villains. And then, you know, Black Man is doing the Aquaman right now in his Black book. Mana, like, Black Mana, and he said. Yeah, and that's where uh, Aquaman even says, if I discovered Black Mana was a part of something like this, like he's already pissed. <laughs> and, and right there, Batman's probably like, okay, uh, he's going to be right. mad. Batman's going to use that later. It's like, Aquaman's like, I don't know. This this group seems pretty good. Yeah, I heard that Black Mana was part of this group. Oh, fuck that. It, it game on, baby. And but all yeah. of a sudden, like, you know, you bring up the fact Enchantress. Didn't she fuck us up like five years ago yeah, really, really bad? Yeah, Enchantress, you have all these. And then you also have, uh, like, they're like, oh, Killer Frost is there. All of a sudden, f- a fucking firestorm comes out of the bathroom. Who said Killer Frost? Ooh-wee. I'm in, I'm in business, baby. But yeah, firestorm, uh, what you been, baby? Yeah, they. <laughs> and then it's funny that they're like, ooh, yeah, Batman rest, feels bad. Just like Batman villains. Yeah, you know? Batman feels bad. He's like, oh god, you know these other guys, they feel left out. Hey, uh, uh, Cyborg, they also send out spam on the weekends. Oh, I'm in spam. I'm in. They're like there might even be a virus uh, there. Ooh, fucking shit! Yeah. Call, call me off the cyber. Yeah, Cyborg's the like, oh god, did I hear hacking? That's all he hears. He's like, somebody, is anybody there have an iPad? Yes, they, they all have Simon, iPads. Uh, we got nothing for you guys. Yeah, Jessica and Simon. Take a powder. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, be good. But yeah, they go from there where they they are told. You know, they go. Okay, well, if this is the case. Maybe we can track them. This is the first point in this book. Where I was like, well, 
that that seems a little forced because you would have guessed by now, first off, if you've been reading any of the Suicide Squad books of all any time, they go out and group. They go out, you know, as a group. So yeah. the idea of them saying, first off, you know what? There was a lot of times that these had, uh, you know, team ups, and I thought it was strange. Like they're almost getting like, oh, I saw Harley working with Boomerang. That seemed odd. No, they're out in a full squad. All of a sudden, Cyborg out of nowhere is like, hey, I'll track. I'm going to put this algorithm in, see if anybody knows of, uh, you know, a bunch of villains, known incarcerated villains being out together. Boom. It hits right away. And I thought, boy, that's a little hokey. You know what I'm see, saying? I, I, it is a bit hokey. I'm trying to go with it. Like, I th- was trying to think to myself, like, they are a covert group. A lot of the places that are gone are covert locations that don't go and broadcast yeah, their shit but, like yeah, this. But that's the like, problem uh, is a lot of times like they Bad are Nis- at spots, though. That like Bad shit- Nisi, in my mind, is just a regular goddamn island nation. Yeah, so people is. are going to be talking about this shit. But like uh, any other it's time... It's not going to get out. Is that what you're saying? It's not going to get out to like the main public? I know they were in China at one point. Yeah, I'm just trying they to They were in the Middle you know, East. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, these, uh, these aren't really locations where the things are being broadcast online or on television. It's just weird, though. Everything is I, broadcast now. I'm telling you, you, you have the Suicide Squad going to China or the Middle East. Both of those areas are using this about, hey, look at the Western, you know, things. They're sending these people in and whatever. They'd be right on it. Plus, you even had, like, the British government knew about the Suicide Squad. They wanted oh, yeah. to make their own. It shit's out and about a bit more than they're letting on, but I'll, I'll go with it. I'm yeah. going with it that they don't know about it, and I really hope that they're pissed at Batman because, <laughs> once again, like he always does, he's keeping secrets, and he's not telling them. And especially of this team – you really would think that Flash would have an issue. Boomerang's on the team. This is one of his big villains that's just out and about, and Batman thing, might have though, known and not it, said it. It is one of his big villains. We haven't really seen Flash deal with Boomerang. I know we haven't, time. but I'm saying of all he of these guys, he's pretty much been on the Suicide Squad since the new because, started. Well, I know, but like you said, though, most of the others are quote unquote like it's very Batman heavy at times. Oh, yeah. But the other one, Reverse Flash, was on the team at one point. Oh, yeah, that, I, I actually wouldn't mind. Deal. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if at one point. And actually, I say they this. They are dealing with that. Yes, they up. are. It, coming up in the Flash book, and I think it was March, March is when yeah. Wally wants to go and find out what happened to his dad, who is, you know, spoiler, Reverse, reverse Flash. Flash. And the la- one of the last people to see him, it was Boomerang. And that ties right in with the New 52 continuity. Uh, because, yeah, that was, that was the case. Well, I guess uh, the weirdest part, too, because, like, Boomerang, you know should be one of the rogues yeah he does that really feel like one of the rogues for how he acts in this book you know no, like the rogues have become more de- deadly and dangerous yeah. since the two began and then going no he the always have- boomerang and this is itching to kill somebody he yeah, really he does wait seem to that. kill a motherfucker yeah he can't uh in the meantime you go back to them they're fighting apex and the 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 whole thing is it seems as if this this uh Earthquake type, but it, it kind of charges up. So it starts a little yeah, bit of an earthquake. And Apex it, wants to destroy this entire freaking island yeah, as a way he's to gonna sacrifice sink it. it to their gods. Yep. Yeah. And as that's going on, you have the whole team. They're yelling. Like you said, uh, Enchantress is about to go to town and then she gets knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> She's just knocked out. In the meantime, all, all, also, uh, Boomerang is just talking sexy to Harley <laughs> and Killer Frost. And I, I'm telling you, I love the way Killer Frost looks in this. I, I love I. it. I really do. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, at the whole, t- I keep saying in the meantime, because there is a lot of, uh, cutting and back and forth and whatever in this issue. But, uh, before, 
before this, they were fighting Apex, and it was more of a diversionary tactic because Deadshot said, hey, keep them busy, I'm going to go around. And it kind of made me laugh a little where you really do realize, okay, this is just set up to show you the team and what they can do or whatever yeah. because Deadshot just shoots Apex right through Flash. the head. Yeah, yeah done. And I was like, I'm really? The, uh, the, the freaking uh, Quake Pulsar did a lot yeah. of damage. Freaking, yeah, it even did. though uh apex is down now it did a lot of damage buildings are coming down yeah. and the one that dead shot on he's on one coming down there's no way for him to get off and also this it, is one of the best parts of this yeah, and in my in my mind this is also the government building that's there that they were you know this is that it just seemed to me that this because you see everything else is small this is a huge right. building i'm getting the idea that this know. is that for some reason you wouldn't want to have your secret government i know you wouldn't but i think that's what they're going the with i think that's what they're going with i think that that is the one thing that's there this doesn't look like it's a really you know advanced nation and yet there's this huge building there i really do think it's a hokey way of showing that this was the government building that they were there to even protect and not what it's coming down though yeah. they think that they won the day this building's coming down dead shots on top of it that's where he went to go take the shot and it is it's not even close this is the best part of the book this is it's awesome this actually reminds me a lot of sean ryan's run in the Definitely. new 52 of the suicide squad we really got the death wish dead yeah. shot yeah you had that dead shot awesome I mean, he yeah uh, sean ryan kicks so much goddamn ass it was so good these characters yep. their own personality their yeah own i told voice, you up until then something yeah. like their own motivation behind i'd things. say it eric i said it uh, once i think that i should say it again you saw steinbeck at the beginning of this issue they might have to have werner there as well when i said sean ryan wrote this and and didn't write them as caricatures he wrote them as characters eric Ooh. boom characters but yeah you had Why dead shot that in that book you had dead yeah really you had dead shot in that where you saw he not even just a death wish it was very similar to the movie dead shot where yeah. he was tired he was tired and done but he can't be done this is what he has to do or they're going to blow it yeah and i don't think that he wants to have his head blown up you no. know, he doesn't want to just He's going run on his own terms. Yeah, he wants to do this. And at this point, he just shot a guy. Fucking awesome shot, too. Building's coming hey, down. Yeah. But he's like, there it is. He made a kill. I'm done. I just killed a bad guy. That's it. I'm done. Looks, he pulls out a picture of his daughter. Pulls out like, a picture no of his bullets, daughter. baby girl. Yeah, I loved it. He's like, no more bullets to fire, but baby girl. And then the building, he puts the, the thing up to his face. And then just jumps off, and uh, it's see you in hell, hell, Amanda Waller. Yeah, he it, it looked, <laughs> he it might so as well much. be going. Uh, he might as well be being pushed by uh, John McClane at yeah. that point. Eric, he's going down, and yeah, Superman comes in and grabs him I'm and like, saves God him. Damn it! I'm like, yeah. I don't want Deadshot to die. That would have been such an awesome ending. No, for it would have been, and I I also think that this is one of those where he wanted to die, and then Superman comes and saves him, and he's probably yeah. like bullshit. But yeah, this is where. That justly comes in and, and saves the day, really. But go on, you tell, because I got to cough. I'm saying Green Lantern come the, come in, they secure all the buildings, make sure they stop toppling down. I don't know how they're fixing this, but they wrap a net around the building so it doesn't crumble down. And Flash comes in and saves all the people on the street, so does Wonder Woman and all. And pretty yeah. much, they do the Suicide Squad's job for them and clean everything up. Yeah, and the thing is, that the whole Green Lantern thing, it made me laugh because it reminded me. Of Hitch's run when they were in China. Yeah, that's where they exactly were just me too. making weird crystals around buildings. It's, this doesn't change things. I, it's a net. The only thing that, I can say here is the net is to hold up the building. To get yeah, the it's to hold them down the so they can get yeah. the people out. Uh, but yeah, that's where uh, Superman even comes in. And it's an okay. Superman say, hey, Deadshot, you drop this. And he gives him the, the picture. 
And he's like, hey, thanks. But then you go over where Batman's going to be a badass. And it is. It's an awesome panel. It really it is. is. That, a, this is the best. It's a hero poses of all the goddamn yeah. characters together. It's great. But it's the best picture of the uh, Justice League since, you know, since Rebirth. And it's yeah. definitely, you can easily take those word bubbles out and Jason Fawbuck's going to be signing this motherfucker at every I convention. I the shit out of that. Yeah, because there's nobody even with a mouth open. So it's it's really kick-ass. Uh, but yeah, you go, and now it's going to be the Suicide Squad kind of, you know, talking shit to the Justice League. And really, even Harley says, they really can. They can say whatever. There's not much you can do to the Suicide Squad. They They either are going to rot in jail, well, or they're going to get they, their head blown up, or they're going to die in a mission. They, the Justice League wants to come and actually lock them up in another prison yeah. in the hopes that they one day become re- rehabilitated. Yeah. And like, Harley's, what are you going to do? If we you stop us, what are you going to do? Lock us up? I love that yeah. line. And then yeah. Amanda Waller just freaking comes over the comps. If you let the Justice League take you, you're I'm going to blow your goddamn heads it's, up. It's weird, though. And I also, I will say also, if you're a Wonder Woman fan, I think this is a good deal, too, because everybody's talking shit. Wonder Woman's very nice. She even says, we can get you away from here and someplace yeah. safe. She That's after... Uh, Superman says, Waller is using you, and Wonder Woman says that, and it's funny because then you get Boomerang and, and El Diablo uh, fucking, you know, <laughs> talking, and, and Boomerang is a badass. Um, the weird thing about it is, well, then you also you also get Simon Baz making fun of the Boomerangs. And yeah. Again, it's a little overdone. We've seen this a trillion times, and for yeah, some well, reason I, it didn't make I, me I, laugh this time. I, I like it with Simon though, because he's not like you know he doesn't used know. to these characters, yeah, these I villains. Know. You know, he's n- pretty much even though he's been a Green Lantern for years now, yeah, he's pretty much still a rookie, as we've seen in the Green Lanterns book. Actually, what I would have liked because Batman had spelled out in the Watchtower, hey, this team is made up of our supervillains. <laughs> I think the way they should have played this is Simon should have seen Boomerang and like, whose villain is he? And then Flash is like, mm, he's mine. Really? And they should have just laughed. And then I would have liked it where Flash You're and Boomerang. You're the man alive, and yeah. he throws Boomerang. Yeah. And he, I would have loved it if Flash and Boomerang for one second then kind of were like a team up against Simon. <laughs> like, you know, fuck you, you asshole. Would have been awesome. Uh, but this is where it's very weird to me. Uh, like you said, they're there. The, the Justice League wants to grab them, take them somewhere, and Deadshot gets a hold of Waller. And you know he does, Eric, because he presses the side of his temple. And that, yeah. in any comic, you know that that means comms on. But he does. Any He's comic, like, any TV show, movie, yeah, anything. Stuff. I just walk around at work and I press my temple and I try calling you. You never listen. I always think funny you're if trying you to did. do telepathy. Yeah, I am. I'm like, okay, pants off. Uh, they have him. He's like. He's like, hey, Waller, the heat's on. What do you want me to do? Obviously, she's watching. And it's weird because she says, I think you know. And then he says, no, I want to hear you say the words. And you really thought, didn't you think it was like, kill the Justice League? Yeah. I don't understand. It's like the words that he wants her to say, I don't think is do not let the Justice League take you alive or you're dead. But it, no, they no. go with it. I really thought that she was you just going to say. He, no, you knew what he wanted to hear. Yeah, and, and I really. Essentially. I, I what really she says. No, and I really was hoping she would say it, and I really was hoping that this was some way that Deadshot was going to use it against her later. That somehow he had that recorded, he had something but, going on. I, I really was hoping, guess, but like something in TV shows, movies, and comics, I like it. It's a pet peeve of mine, but I also love to see it because of how ridiculous it is. Yeah. When uh, Deadshot contacts Amanda Waller because she is watching, 
Where is that goddamn camera that's pointed right I at Deadshot's face? It's at Deadshot. This should be pointed at – it should be through Deadshot's eye, pointed at the Justice League. even a satellite down, you know, magnified up above them yeah. or something. I'm like, where I know. is this camera It's at? just ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Uh, but, yeah, it's game's on. He's like, oh, we're going to do this. And then that's where he says the line that you like. Listen, you know what? We usually go out. The, the odds are against us. But not here because, yeah. you know what? You're the Justice League. You don't kill – and we do. And yeah. it's a pretty cool panel. You have that full spread. And he says, but we do. And they're all going to town. And the weird thing, Enchantress has woken up. And she's going against Superman. But really, nothing is happening with them. Like, she could end it now. She really can. Uh, I don't she's know. She's so depowered anymore. It's crazy. And uh, you even had, even before that, you had that whole thing where uh, Batman even spells out to, to dead Deadshot, hey, you don't point guns at me. Uh, you know, how dare you? Uh, did you like that part? No, not at all. Yeah, I didn't I, either. It, it felt, I'm sorry, you've gone up against Deadshot before. This is yeah. what Deadshot does. You, yeah. you, you say what else to is he going to do? Yeah, yeah. What, is, what else is he going to do? You, I also, I don't know why. I didn't like seeing Harley with a gun. Uh, no. Harley's there with the gun and, uh, you know, fighting Wonder Woman. Just didn't like it. I, I really didn't. Uh, and it's funny, you just look, it's, it's one of those pages that it's actually pretty cool to see who they're having go against oh, each yeah. other. And uh, it's really Killer Frost is getting Jessica and Cyborg against her, and she's holding out. But I like Croc fighting uh, Aquaman. I think that yeah, is an awesome that's a good fight. Pairing. Yeah, I love that. And, uh, of course, then Boomerang just goes right in Flash. <laughs> It'd be funny if they just sat there together because they've fought so many times. But, yeah, I don't like the idea of Harley having a gun, but... She's going against Wonder Woman. You have to have something yeah, more. I don't mind you know? Harley having a gun. I just don't like it. I, I, you don't see that that often. She usually just comes flying in with that hammer. And even that, usually she's just yelling shit for the most part and, and actually, you know, snapping necks or whatever. It's a cool panel though. Batman seems, you know, he's dodged dead shot. Uh, Superman seems to have missed fucking Enchantress with the, the punch. But yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know what's gonna, Who nothing's gonna come going about. after. Uh, I think like Simon in the background behind Flash, not I, doing anything. I think Simon is actually fighting. If oh I no, it's El guess. Diablo. Never mind. I see it. Yeah, now. yeah, El Diablo's down there fighting above. Yeah, it's a pretty cool picture. I was thinking to myself too. I was like, why did they bring El Diablo back to the store? I'm like, oh, because they needed a pairing for each. Yeah, yeah, that's basically all it was. Yeah, and, and they were one short. So fucking Killer Frost, you just <laughs> you just made the squad. Uh, but then they go to the Swiss Alps. And that's where you get the ending, and it's with uh, Maxwell Lord. And he's still talking his, his nonsense about, you know, yeah. the world's broken, people don't. It, it's, again, they, it, it almost gets to the point where you think he's talking about rebirth, and this it doesn't seem that after, no, it, after it really a sentence No, it really does not feel so. anything to do with the, like, telling, the rebirth hope at all. This I know, is, but I'm telling you, thing, when man. he starts it, he's like, I love this world, but something has happened. There's been a change. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's shit. Totally feels, that's yes. what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, shit. Shit's getting real now. And then he's just, he just doesn't like it because the metahumans are taking over. And, and they're not and doing what they're things. supposed to be doing yeah. in his mind. Yeah. So that's where you get a little, uh, a little thing of each. You have Raston again and the Emerald Empress. But you go down, then you see Lobo Dr. right Polaris, as they're revealed. Lobo? I'm like, yeah, then they're fully Dr. revealed. Polaris, I don't think the entire New 52 or no. Rebirth. Like, he's Johnny a badass. Sorrow. Like, Johnny Sorrow, we had a uh, Earth 2 version of in, yeah. in society, but he didn't really do shit there at all. And the whole thing is here. Uh, it's an awesome panel again. It's right. fucking Lobo's really good. Lobo's got his fucking feet kicked up on the table. Yep, he's got the foot kicked up. He's smoking a cigar. He's the, and you I'm know. telling you, we have all these characters. Like I said, I'm excited to see Dr. Polaris back again, but 
thing I'm most excited about. I'm like, how do we get old Lobo back after we back. left it decapitated yeah, yeah, from yeah. the new 52 yeah, Lobo? I, d- I don't think they'll ever explain that. Oh, I don't, I did, well, really I don't think there's enough time to really get into that. If they're going to do anything of that, he will it's be in the JLA book, yeah. and they'll, they'll do that. Um, like you said, now that I, now that you said it, I do see it where he's like, I'll help you kill Amanda Waller. And yeah, in their mind, they're probably like, who, yeah, yeah I forgot I wanted Waller, to kill her. Yeah. I fucking hate her because that's what he does now. It ends then with him talking to them. They're like, uh, uh, actually Lobo says, Hey, say we do all that. What's in it for you? And then that's where you get Maxwell Lord, the, the full reveal of Maxwell Lord. Me? I'm going to save the world. And his nose is bleeding. And, and a, a lot of people ask. That's a telltale freaking yeah. sign of him using his powers. That's where he's using his powers to control them. This shows that because now it, it's a pretty heavy-hitting metahuman team here that he oh, is yeah. mind-controlling. It's taking its toll on him. He that This is like you said. You really spelled it out to me. When Maxwell Lord fully engages in his powers – he gets a nosebleed and shit like yep. that. That's actually a tell of him using that. So yeah, that is a shout out right there that he is, he is using them. Though I don't know fully how much of a push they really need to kill anybody. These are pretty bad <laughs> well, guys, honestly, but he has to push him in the push, right direction. They work together to go what, like kill yeah, one person. Yeah. That's, that's what you yeah. need to do. Like you need to and, get this team on the right trolley here. Yeah. And in the meantime, while I'm, I'm reading this or whatever, because of what we knew now, I will also say that they had that pull out advertisement for this, this event. Yeah. And I, I really was upset that they had that because if you did, you pulled it out. All of these villains were on there with Maxwell Lord. And this is, it was not, I'm not saying that when you get to this cliffhanger that you're like, holy shit. It's cool though. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's a really, it's really, a really cool, cool thing. This isn't one of those reveals like, holy shit, I can't wait to see what happens next. But though it is, like, but we've it's, had Maxwell Lord in this continuity. He was yeah. just fucking a leader of checkmate. He didn't really yeah. do shit. So, yeah, like, really. You know, the last time I saw him was in Grayson. Cool. When I saw him, he was in Grayson. I'm telling you, he, he yeah, was a joke. He was, yeah, he was he kind of a anything. joke. He, he really wasn't that much of a threat. He just kind of showed up with these guys, and it, it wasn't like it was like a kick-ass Maxwell Lord, like, holy shit, he's going to make shit happen or whatever. Yeah. He just was there, and he kept kind of skedaddling out and coming back, and this is, this is kick-ass. They this just really had him is. there as a figurehead that had nothing really yeah. to do. Yeah, and like I, I actually said that like this cliffhanger doesn't make me think, oh, what's going to happen next? It does, but it's more of a, holy shit, this is a pretty fucking awesome team. I want to see what fucking destruction they do. Well, it's even more with like that, that, though, it's like I talk about wanting to know the backstory of Lobo and how he survived. Yeah. On top of that, I really want to know how Emerald Empress being in this timeline is going to like affect things later on. Like we have yeah. Saturn Girl, we know in Arkham right yeah, now, yeah. and this is a villain of hers. So it's like, is this going to like play down where we, you know, get the legion of superheroes in? Yeah, and again, Emerald Empress yeah. Is there. Again, I since Saturn Girl is here, I can't say that she Emerald Empress is full out continuity came from the future and the same way she did. And yeah. if they found her, like we said, Saturn Girl when we saw her locked in Arkham, odd. Very odd that she Very was in odd. Arkham from where she just showed up and said, I'm and from the, the future. Special, I stole yeah. a fucking hot dog. That's not criminally insane right no. there. Emerald Empress, though, is powerful enough that if she shows up, you're putting her away in this fucking oh, – you're yeah. locking her down. So that makes complete sense. But, boy, the team just looks awesome. It really does. And then, and then the you clip, have fucking Rust, and I'm like, what are you doing here, Rust? Nobody remembers you. Yeah. And, and, again, I love when you have these teams where it is guys. And, and really, you want to really spell it out. 
about. I love the fact that then I'm looking up who Rusted is and like right. laughing it up, and it it makes people want to learn more about the history of these characters and things like that. Though I don't think we're really going to get it here. You're going to have to yeah. do your own research. I have a feeling of all these, Rustin's in big trouble, Eric. Mm-hmm. He, he's the slipknot of the team. Exactly. I think he's going myself. down quick. Uh, but yeah, it says at the end then. Uh, hey, Johnny Sorrow, you ain't you ain't far behind Rustin. No, no, really. It says next two teams enter, one team leaves. So we'll see like, what's gonna, going on. Someone's gonna fucking pull a mirror out right when you're showing them your fatal face, and it's all yeah. over for you, buddy. Done. He sees it. Done. Actually, it, it reflects onto Rustin. He dies, and then that fucking sword goes right into Johnny Sorrow's face. They're both dead. And since his mask's off, he's tangible, so it freaking yeah. happens. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Uh, what what would you what did you give it on the site? I gave this book an 8.7 out of 10. I love this. This is the best art we've had in Reverse yeah, so far. It is. They've been holding Jason Fabach back just for this so we would blow our goddamn Yeah, that's what up. I thought. Actually, I said right away when I opened yeah. it up, I'm like, Eric, I think that, you know, we've been saying, like, we want more Jason Fabach. We want more. It seems like they're like, you, we're going to hold, and he is going to blow them out of the I'm fucking you, water. I, I he, fell in love with Jason Fabach back when he started on Detective Comics with John yeah. Lehman. And yeah. then to see that he went on the Justice League, I'm like, exactly. This is right where he needs to be. And then New 52 ended. We did not really see him except for a couple of, like, I think some backup or maybe a Suicide Squad backup yeah. or some other. And I'm like, where is he at? Because he needs to be on something. And yeah. I'm happy as hell to have him on this. Yeah. Uh, I – oh, did you – you did say your score, right? Yeah, yeah. And also Anything about the story? Well, the story, I'm telling you, I like this, where we're going. But because this is such a setup issue, I cannot up. give it the huge marks it could because, you know, they're reintroducing me to characters I already yeah. know. Yeah, uh, that's the problem. They have to do this so people can jump in. And it's one yeah. of those. I, I think that they picked this and, the, you know, obviously having the Suicide Squad with the Justice League. You have the Justice League movie coming out. You know, later, you just have the Suicide Squad movie come out. These are the teams that anybody knows. So if you're yeah. walking through, I, I don't know how many people just wander in the comic book store and like, hey, I want this or that. But this is something where, you, say you I had it at title, work. You're buying yeah, it. That's what I'm saying. And say I had it at work. I, there's a good chance you that <laughs> most of the people, yeah, I did. Most of the people, if, if we were out and about and had it out, they might even say, oh, Suicide Squad, is that like the movie? And, you know, you kind of get yeah. some things involved. These are the two hot teams. Uh, Justice League should always be the hot oh, team. Yeah, it's the but because of the movie, the, the Suicide Squad. I do think that the Suicide Squad bit is kind of a kind of a sly way to get this Maxwell Lord team in anyway. I don't think that this whole thing, really, if the Justice League is going to square off fully with the, the, uh, the Suicide Squad, they're going to have them locked up very oh, yeah. quickly. Uh, so you have this other team as Chance a slide way to... going to get knocked out, and then everybody else is yeah. going to get taken down. You can't have an event, Justice League versus Maxwell Lord. So no. this is the way I to get them in. <laughs> yeah, I know what well, we would. Uh, but I actually have to say, uh, being the first event, also, though it wasn't an event, having read the Monster Men and hating that so much, and I do, I'm telling you, people were wary of this, like, ooh, I know that the Monster Men wasn't an event, but it was the first big, it was the first crossover, it was the first big thing happening, and it was such garbage that I think people were a little wary, and like, I don't know, Yeah, Joshua Williamson, even people that we talk to, people that get fresh, they, they don't really liked the Flash book. So there was a lot of things against it, almost like, you know, I, I'm going to wait and see what's going on. I didn't hear a lot of hype for it. Th- there should be now. 
It is good. Oh, it really is. And I'm I understand this is the, the setup. This Joshua Williamson that I've never yes. seen in the yeah. DC This universe. is the Joshua Williamson that I was hoping that we were going to get before. This is a very well-paced story. Uh, he had to do setup, and I think he did it in a more of a clever way than he really yeah. had to. Uh, especially, like I said, Killer Frost, you have to get that neck bomb. They could just Amanda Waller just yell it. Hey, you know, guys, we got these neck bombs. And no, instead of that, you had Harley explaining it to Killer Frost in a, in a natural and it makes type sense, way. She's a, new, she's a new team member. Yes, she's there. And I like that. And also, that also, like you just said, too, that also tells people that she just joined the team. Yeah. So it, they did a lot with just that one panel. I thought he did a really good job. It still is a lot of setup. It still is some things were kind of forced into play. You had Batman. Oh, I've been looking into this, and I did this. And you have Amanda Waller, who in that Batman book went to get the files. You said that it was a badass move by Amanda Waller, like, hey, I'm the top dog. It's yeah, also, to me, a forced way for, ba- for Batman to get really mad at her. Like, oh, this yeah. is the, the reason Batman is mad at Amanda Waller. The others the might be mad about home. this team. He knew about the team and didn't tell anybody about it. So he's no. not that upset about it. He's more mad that she walked into his house and just took shit while fucking, I'm telling you. Took he should shit pun- on the carpet. I hope that fucking Alfred gets a, a pay cut. The guy was just fucking dusting. Amanda Waller do? comes in. I don't know. The other thing, though. Uh, Last time that, he tried to do anything, he got his goddamn hand cut off. Yeah, well, yeah, really. The other thing that I think that it spells out, this would be more in the Batman book side of things, but it did really spell out, too, and even when ba- Batman did whitewash the whole thing with, the, oh, I was involved with this mission with Amanda Waller, but yeah. she really fucked him. She set totally. him up to die, so he exactly. really he really has a reason to to be mad at Amanda Waller. So we'll see if, if that does play out. I think that that actually is going to hold off and is the reason why he's going to make the JLA. Now, I'm talking out of school, Eric. I'm yeah, telling you, knows? this is not with this, but I do think the reason he sets up the JLA is going to be a thing with the Suicide Squad and all that. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, as a score, the art was awesome. Heavy setup, so I have to go 8-5, but it's a very positive 8-5. Like, oh, almost yeah, a definitely. positive 8-5. Like, this 8-5 could turn into a 9-5 very quickly next week <laughs> if it, shit, you know, we're done with the setup. Let's get into it because I really am intrigued by this villain team. I think they fucking seem awesome. The they Lords look awesome. of Destruction. The Lords of Destruction. That'd be good. Pending. Trademark. Yes, but that is the spotlight, Eric. And sure uh, you know what we do at the end of the spotlight? We always talk about what we're going to talk about on the main podcast. And I have the list right here. Uh, this is one of those weeks. This is the medium type week. Like to me now, the smallest week amount of books that we usually have is about 12. Yeah, I think I, this I week we have. Myself. Yeah, I think we have about 15 is like the next tier about. Yeah. And then a week from next, you know, <laughs> two weeks from now, we have 21, I think it is. That is the most we've ever had. So in a couple weeks, guys, be ready for our main podcast to be 38 hours long. We're breaking that record. We're you doing know what? it. I'm getting drunk again. Fuck it. I might too. Yeah, Actually, yeah. it's going to take us like 10 days to record this thing. I'll just get drunk five of them. You get drunk yeah. the other five, it all evens out to us not being drunk, right? That's all. No, no, Here's what we have this week. If, if, you want, if you want to show up at the main podcast and you know listen to 12 hours of, of nonsense and me and you yelling at each other, uh, it comes out every Sunday night. Usually around seven. I had some problems last week. I, I had some editing issues. Uh, big times. Yes, it does. But this is what we're going to talk about. Aquaman number 13. Right? Aquaman yeah. number 13, Eric. Tell me. Am I right? Am I right or am I right? You're right, baby. 
Batman number 13, Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye number three. Every time I hear that, uh, first off, people are like in the chat, the Get Fresh Crew chat, like, hey, anybody read CC? I'm like, CC DeVille, the guitarist from Poison? I could read him. I could read him like a fucking book, that guy. Cave Carson Carson has a cybernetic eye. When I hear that, for some reason, I want to like answer it. Like, yeah, (laughs) he does. It, it really comes to me like, Cave Carson is a cybernetic guy? <laughs> it's Why, the word yes, on the street, does. buddy. I, I heard he does. I, I really don't know him personally. It's really, it's the weirdest. You got my ear to the post of the street. Yeah, yeah I got, got my ear to it. I got, I got my eye on the iron of the tracks, Eric. Uh, cyborg number seven. And uh, we'll talk about that. You have a lot of theories about that. They're not even theories anymore. No, no, what they, you have said has come out fully played out. Yeah. I, uh, just give us a little sneak peek. I have not read that yet. I will read that Saturday for the podcast. Do we get any jazz playing by Blue? No, we do not. Oh, we don't. We get a callback to that night we had okay. some jazz oh, playing by Blue. So he is mentioned. Blue, the blind no, the jazz blue man. Blue is not mentioned, I don't Not believe, at all. But the night they went, uh, him and uh, Scarlett Taylor went to okay. go see Blue is okay. mentioned. Okay. All right. Green Arrow number 13. If you uh, go to the site and read our reviews, you will know that. I am positive on that book for the first time in a long time. Uh, Green Lantern's number 13. Positivity ends there. That's so positive. I did see that. uh, I I wish I could remember who it was in the chat also was saying like, boy, I don't know about this week's podcast. It's really going to be a shit show. (laughs) I'm telling you, I think that my score – well, this book we talked about now, the the event book, uh, what the fuck's it called? Justice League versus Suicide Squad is easily our book of the week. I'm not even going to fucking play games there. Yeah. I'm spoiling it. It is. So right there tells you the, the top of the echelon of books is in 8-7. Uh, Harley, Quinn, Harley Quinn number 10, Eric. And I have often said or heard on the streets as well, if you like Harley Quinn, you're going to like every issue. Is that yeah. true? Seems about it really right. Is. That's what I've heard. He-Man Thundercats number three, we're going to talk to Brandon about. We have Justice League number 11. It's a great book. Justice League versus Suicide Squad number one that you just heard. That'll be on there. Nightwing number 11, another book I'm positive on, Eric. See, I don't know. I think I'm more positive about the books this week than I have been in a while. It's just that some of the ones that we usually are positive, there's some bad ones which are coming up. Uh, Raven number four. I'm telling you, if that book disappears tomorrow, I, I would be happy. Superman number 13, there's the one I was talking about, that you are not as hip on that one as, uh, as yeah. you have been. Uh, and Trinity number four, which I wish would start doing something. But uh, Oh, my God. What's, how could you go wrong with that book? I don't know. That was going to be my Justice League book, and yet I, I'm left without a giant. This event book is my Justice League book now. Actually, my Justice League book now is Green Arrow. Eric. Uh, it doesn't make sense, but that's what I'm going with. Uh, but yeah, that's what do the I got then? Birds of prey. You have. Uh, I, I yeah. got Titans. I'm good. That's yours, Titans. Okay. Yeah. Titans is your Justice League book. Actually, my Justice League book now is Midnight or Apollo. Yeah, that's nice. my Justice League book. But yeah, uh, that's about it, Eric. Right. That's it. That's it. What do we say? Turn that spotlight off. Turn that spotlight off. Oh!